0: Team.
1: Oh, I think we have another announcer. We've expanded our team. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, it is 12 o'clock Eastern time in Miami and 9 o'clock on the West Coast. And welcome to Lunch with Leah on Facebook Live or your favorite podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should just do the podcast because if we didn't do the uh, Facebook, no one could see if someone had put makeup on so early. It's early for me here. <laughs> well, it's cold in Miami today. Oh my gosh, everyone had on a sweater at the house this morning. It is like, what a a temperature do you think it is? Like 68 or 70 or something? No, No, what is it? Well, like 58 or something? I don't know. I think it's like 62. Okay, 62. The sun is shining, and people are on the beach, okay? And we're bundled up. I brought my sweater. I brought my scarf. Everybody's got their boots. I go in the kitchen. Freda's got on a long sweater that goes to the floor a pair of those (laughs) furry boots that come up to basically her ankles then she's got those those socks things that are big things you put on you know like the fur yeah she's got that on above the boots then she had literally I'm not kidding you a wool scarf around her and I'm telling you, if she had earmuffs, she'd have had them on. It was ridiculous. And she was cooking, and the kitchen must have been 100 damn degrees. And every dog had a sweater on. She put a sweater on every single dog, including this little one. Aww. Look Aww. at him. He's got his little sweater on today. Yes, yeah, sweetheart. He got all gussied up for the show so cute anyway so went to la oh my god the flight there it's always something i've learned at these airlines if you don't catch the first flight out it's probably going to be delayed so of course we catch the five or 30 flight out so rj can finish school that day when we leave so of course it's always two and three and four hours late so by the time we get in it's like one in the morning everyone's brain dead trot up to the house, and Roy Jr. and Roy, they have no problem just going into a coma and going to sleep. Well, I can't do that. I have to unpack. I have to make sure the house is together. I don't know. And so I'm up all night. So it throws my whole schedule off for the week, but it doesn't matter. The only thing I have to do is go to Pilates and gossip with people. So it's an easy life there. (laughs) I did get the yard finally finished. Oh, my God. Thank God. That was such a traumatic experience. And then the flight back was literally uneventful. Left on time, arrived on time, straight to the house. Everything was just perfect. I couldn't believe it. And again, Roy Jr.'s on his computer. Roy's on his computer, or taking a nap. And I'm just sitting there with the dog in my lap, you know, watching the clock, watching movies because I don't like to fly. And they're just enjoying it like, oh, this is just so much fun being on this plane. I'm just like, oh, how much longer, how much longer, how much longer, how much longer before we're going to be there? And anyway. Oh, five and a half, six hours, a long flight.
0: you a lot of comments already. Are
1: I hope to... they're positive, because they I'm tired are. of the <laughs> shit I've been taking on social media. <laughs> they okay, well, let's hear it. I need Chef to look.
0: Wilson wants to know, did you get your fabulous candles from Akasha? Yes.
1: Which can't? Oh, I did. Bring one over here. Yeah. I did get them, and I, t- I brought them in to show you Jason... So I could see what well, we're going to do with them, and if we're going like, to give them for gifts, or, no, just give me that one. Them. This they is good. good. This is small version, but they're beautiful, and they smell fantastic. I did. And anyway, so this' fantastic. it's beautiful, it smells good. We got the large version. I ordered them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not a freeloader like some of these other people. <laughs> I always buy and pay. Uh, so anyway, I think these are great gifts for like a manicurist or a house gift if you're going to a party. Listen to me, I'm like doing an <laughs> infomercial. I'm like, I feel like I'm on Home Shopping Network again. Buy your uh, how do you spell it? Akasha. A. Uh, yeah, it's it's Akasha.
0: A k a s h
1: a. House of Akasha. House of Akasha buy your beautiful candles for the holidays now. <laughs> and the price was fantastic. So then in, in L.A., the fires are everywhere. It's everywhere fire, everywhere fire. I can't take it anymore. So I'm at the Pilates studio. I hear seven fire trucks go by. In the morning at 6, I hear like four fire trucks go by. Then I and So I go down to the Pilates studio. And they're going, oh, my God, there were three brush fires just this morning. One was in my neighborhood up by Lookout Mountain, and there were seven trucks there in three minutes, they said. Then there was another one in a brush fire. They're just brush fires. But the thing is, if you don't put them out with that wind the way it was blowing, they just pick up and go somewhere else. So there was another one and another one. And it gets to the point where you feel like you're living in a war zone. It's
0: scary. scary.
1: And then that climate change report came out, which we'll talk about when we get to the world affairs. And then certain people are in denial about it. How do you deny it? The earth is getting hotter. And then after the fires for a week started, the rain, which helped put out the fires, but it also started the flooding, and, oh, my God, and I was just like, I can't anymore. And then I still have that crazy, crazy neighbor next door. So, you know, when I first get, I mean, in the morning I'm sleeping, I don't even hear anything. And all of a sudden I hear this screaming and yelling and cursing and the top of her lungs because the guy was outside. I think it might was my yard, but it could have been a neighbor's yard. I'm not even really sure. Blowing the blower to get the leaves off.
0: You have a leaf blower?
1: the leaf blower she was yelling and screaming at the top of her lungs and then she went in so then Roy Jr. tells me later he goes mom who what was that that woke me up well after she yelled and screamed for like literally at the top of her lungs for 10 minutes to the poor workers who were probably terrified she went and got yep she went and got a set, either She either has a set of drums or she has a bunch of pots and pans in her kitchen. I'm not sure. And she goes outside with them. Now, remember, I live in a U-shaped canyon, and I live at the U part of it. So when she's sitting there banging those yeah, pots and the- pans, the whole hill can hear it. So, it yes, it echoes. And she banged in those pots and pans, her drums, as loud as she could for, I swear, like eight to ten minutes. I I started timing her. Oh, my God. That's my neighbor calling. I'm being reported. Let me tell this guy. I'm going to call you back in about 45 minutes. Is that okay? I'm doing a podcast live. Hi, everybody. Say hi to my phone caller. All right, bye. Okay, so then she's pounding on the pots and pans. So then later when RJ wakes up, he goes, Mom, that woman woke me up again, and I am I'm had it with her, and I'm going to tell her <laughs> off. I'm like, we don't say anything, because ignoring people is the worst thing you can do to people that are trying to get attention. So just ignore her. And Roy is like, if I see her, I'm going to tell her off. I'm like, you are not going to say anything. He's a minor, and she cursed and sweared at him like a, like the words she used were so obscene. Jeff said, you should report her for uh, what she, harassing a minor to the cops, but I'm afraid she'll kill my dogs. I literally had to put bushes all oh, the God. way up to the 20 feet up so she can't throw poison over to kill the dogs. She's oh, crazy. God. So then later that day, I talked to Jeff or Gage, one of them, and they said, I forgot. Oh yeah, it was Thanksgiving Day that all this happened. And she, and he, they go, was that your neighbor again? And I'm like, yeah. And they go, we were in our house with all of our doors and windows closed. And we could hear her screaming and the pots and pans and the drums. Can you believe that? And then after that, she sometimes will put the music up as loud as she can. She didn't do that. And if it's at night, she has this disco light she puts on with all the music. And all my friends that are over there are going, this is great. we got a free DJ. And she thinks she's upsetting us.
0: She's crazy. She is. Heather Johnson says, oh, my God, this lady needs to be taken out.
1: She does. Listen, one day she egged five cars mine and brendans the guy that was there to to fix the plumbing or something and two workers we didn't notice it until then the sun was blaring right on him it took hours to get that off of the car without scraping the paint and then the the two little workers i mean She called and got them tickets because one of them had this much, I swear, two to three feet of their car on the past, the sign that says no parking, literally two to three feet. And that twice she did that, and that's a $150 ticket. They don't have the money for that. And then, of course, I have to help pay that or pay it. And then Ronnie was on his Vespa. And she parked that, and she got. Uh-huh. She called the cops to give him a ticket for a Vespa. You know how small a Vespa. Vespa is. She's crazy, this woman. Oh, a ta- oh, this because oh, Minnie Pearl. Well, you see, this is my Leah Bla- Leah Black bracelet. How much does this sell for? Oh my God, it's only thirty-three dollars. And you think I'm dumb like a fox that the tag's not showing on purpose? Hello, go to LeahBlack.com. You can buy one of a kind bracelet. Isn't this fabulous? I love it. And the ring, too. Oh, the ring. Well, you know, I didn't have time to put on my jewelry this morning, so I'd come, come here and put it on.
0: Judy Goldfarb wants to know if that was the house that Jeff had done on the show that you were talking about just now. He did
1: my kitchen. And they. you know what? I thought that was the house. I'm so upset. Yes, the house. So when you're looking at the house and the bars down here, that woman's on that other end. Right. Yeah, she's just crazy. And then the worst thing too, when they did the flipping out show, which we'll talk about later, they didn't even show the the, the after of my kitchen that Jeff worked so hard on. And I felt so bad, not for me because I'm not I'm not What do I get out of it? I'm not decorating a house, but it would have been fantastic for him to show the before and after in my kitchen. You know what I'm going to do when I go to L.A.? I'm going to get a great picture of it. I'm going to post it so everybody can see. And then the house he did next to his that they called Old Hollywood, oh, my God, it is gorgeous, drop-dead, stunning gorgeous. I toured it the other night. It is everything, all the bells and whistles. They didn't even show that. They only showed the before. I'm like, what's the problem here? I noticed. Why they, aren't they showing the afters? They didn't show,
0: like, two of the houses, I, don't know. I think. There were two of them, but they never showed the finished It really upset going. me.
1: I can't tell you. So Maybe. I saw Jeff. I saw the girls. The girls wanted to do a photo shoot in my bathroom. Okay. All right. What are you going to do? I go in there. They're crazy. Who's the girl? Julie and Brandy from The People's Couch and Dumb Gay Politics. They had, I don't want to spoil their after reveal, but... I don't know when they're going to use the photo, what it's going to be on, but go to go to dumb gay politics or Julie, uh, Brandy. What are they, Julie Julie Goldman, Goldman and Brandy Howard. Howard? Yeah, and see what they did in my bathroom with their photo shoot. I peeped in there and I was like okay, that's creative. Of course, Roy was five feet away in his little office, and I go, I hope they're not bothering you. He goes, oh, I didn't even know they were here. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I, I knew that already. Why did I even wonder about it? And the dog was just mesmerized. It was funny. They did didn't a... even know they
0: were here until I opened the shower. Yeah, until I opened the bathroom and I had to pee, and I
1: saw these two crazy girls in my bathroom. But they did, they looked fabulous You'll have to see it. And then, you know, Ronnie was out of town, and even Roy said, we didn't see Ronnie this trip. I'm like, oh, he was in Texas visiting his relatives. I think he was from El Paso, which is Beto O'Rourke territory. He's so fun, so we missed him. And then Brendan's getting his apartment together and all the drama that goes with that, so blah, blah. So then... I decided, oh, my God. So, you know, I used to put up that 22-foot Christmas tree in the ballroom, and we had to hire, like, three or four guys, and we had to get the scaffolds to go all the way around the tree, all the way up, because they couldn't reach 22 feet high, and the ladders weren't secure enough. So this was a big project. It cost a fortune. It took three days to put it up and three days to take it down. So I decided, I'm just going to put up a uh, 12-foot tree in... um, In L.A., myself. So I go to the storage where we have on our property in Miami, and I pull out all the gorgeous ornaments, everything that was gold, mostly. Because, you know, I can't put any red on the tree because if Jeff comes over, he'll get an anxiety attack. So we can't have any red. But I did it in gold and green, and then I added white, and then I added everything, kitchen sink. And I put, and then it's 12 feet, and now I realize I need more ornaments, so I'm gonna go through the storage again today and send it. But I posted a picture before and during, and then you'll see the after later. I think I did that on my Twitter account. I'm just not good at the other stuff Instagram, <laughs> what is it? Facebook, I'm not good at it. Anyway. <laughs> I am not good at it because I'm embarrassed when I go on there and see these girls doing selfies in their bikinis and, and their panties. I, I get cringe for them. Oh, my God, you're more than that. You're more than a pretty body and a pretty face, okay? So anyway, so I put the tree up, and so this guy tells me that I call this guy, and I go, will you, can you order the tree? And I told him exactly what kind. It had how tall, the shape of it, the type of leaves I wanted on it, everything. And, he, and, I, he, and I said, do you know anyone to do the lights? And he goes, well, my husband will do the lights. I go, great. Then he calls back and says, well, you know, a lot of these tree places do the lights. I go, better, have them do the lights. But the lights have to go. You have to start at the root, go all the way out on the limb, twisting them around, and then you go back and go down the individual limbs, and then you do that all the way up. So a 10-foot tree would take like 12, 14 hours to do it properly. And so I find, he flakes on me. He went to work for Justin Timberlake doing something for him. I'm like, what are you kidding me? He's more important than me? He's more important than my tree? Justin who? So I, I, so I told Brendan I've got to get a tree. And he goes, Leah, you're never going to get a tree and get it up and get it decorated before you leave. Because first you've got to find the tree. Then you've got to find someone to deliver the tree. Then who's going to put the lights on the tree? And that doesn't even count the decoration. So I set my goal. Just get the tree. Get it on the water get it in the water pot, you know, and on the stand, and just get the lights on it. Just get the lights. And when I come back, I can get everything else on it. That was my goal. Well... I find four guys that do the lights, and I stood there with them, and I showed them every single one. I supervised every single leaf, every single leaf. Brendan comes over, and he couldn't believe it. I had, like, one foot of the lights done after how many hours. And then we needed more lights and more lights and more lights and more lights. So he kept going to CVS and getting more lights, going and getting more lights, going and getting more lights. And I had that whole thing done by the end of the day. And I was so tired. I thought I was going to faint. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to finish this damn tree. I pulled out all the ornaments, and I made Brendan and RJ help me. We sorted them out, large, medium, small, tiny. And then we did the whole thing, got on the ladder, and I got this guy to get on the ladder, and I told him exactly where to put the feathers and the bows and the stuff on the top, and I made him get that right because I was scared to get up that high, and we did the rest of the tree ourselves. Then I realized, compared to the tree that I do here, it's just not sophisticated enough. I've got to glamorize it more. So I've got all the basics on it, and now I'm going to glamorize it when I go back. So i got that done. So RJ has a Christmas tree. His last Christmas at home. Before he goes off to college, he probably meet some girl and gets married and has five kids. I can't.
0: I put my tree up, too. I yeah. Mean, yeah but it's a lot of work. Well, I have a little tabletop one, but I've been collecting... Versace ornaments through all the years. Oh, there's no more room for that, so I'm
1: gonna get a bigger tree. Oh, well, put it. You can do the ornaments on other things. Make flat, make arrangements and centerpieces. Yeah. Oh
0: my God. Do if
1: I had any Versace ornaments, I'd give them to you. I doubt I do. I wouldn't know if I did. I do have an Hermes stocking. Do you believe that oh, I have nice. one of those big long stockings? It's her mess. I forgot I had it. I pulled it out. I was like, Heidi, what's this doing in the storage? This should be in the house in the air conditioning. They just put stuff up. They don't know that I can't anymore. You should invent. Uh,
0: you remember that raincoat for the yes, not, okay, yeah. Should be a raincoat slash
1: exactly. Yeah. So I put that up, and then um, Heather McDonald got her handbag that I gave her. She looked beautiful. She looked gorgeous in that. On her Instagram, carrying my gorgeous handbag, and then I sent her a handbag as a gift for the holidays for posting that one. And now, one of her friends wants to buy a handbag. Now's the time to go in and buy the handbags, and you just email us at um, hello at leahblack.com and we'll give you the prices because we're kind of doing wholesale right now. Depending on the amount of inventory, we're discounting as much as we can. So that was done. Then I went in on Wednesday and pre taped a radio show with Jeff. And it was me and Jeff and who else? Uh, Gage, yeah, the three of us. And Oh, and, and Tyler was on there, Tyler that worked for them. Yes, he's, he's cute. So he's sweet. cute, isn't he? Yeah. He's sweet. So you will not believe. So <clears throat> I'll tell you about the flipping out. I was on the flipping out. <laughs> I did not even remember the damn thing, honestly. I just went in. <clears throat> Jeff said, you know, I have all these people coming and going, and I need someone just to come in and help me organize my staff and interview people. So I'm like, okay, I didn't know he was talking about me. I said, yeah, I agree with you. You probably need, like, human resources help. And he goes, well, would you come in and do, like, a little training seminar? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And, of course, they filmed it. And then, you know, I went in and I just talked about their priorities and, you know, how they, that the, he's the golden goose. And there's a bunch of buzzards. I hope nobody's dying. Look at all those buzzards out there. A crows, or maybe, I don't it's know, whatever, Jays! oh my God, is that an omen? It's my career. Oh my God, so anyway, well, we ride on the water, and it's cold, I mean, maybe they're coming to get warm, I don't know, but anyway, oh, yeah. so, oh, they're eating on, what are they eating out of the trees, berries? Yeah. Oh my God, that's just, we should take a picture, okay, anyway, so I did this seminar, and when I went around the room, and I said, you know, who do you see yourself in the company, who do you see yourself in the company, who do you see yourself in the company, you in the, company? the first guy goes, well, I really want to be an architect. So right off the bat, I didn't say anything, but I was like, you know, if you really want to be an architect, you're really not committed to this job because this job isn't being an architect. This job is supporting Jeff in his decorating and his projects. So I didn't say anything, but I was going to tell Jeff later, you know, when you hire people, make sure that they fit what you need them to do, and then they're not there for some wrong for the wrong reason or some other reason. Similar focus. Yeah, that they have a similar focus. So then we kept going around, and I noticed two or three of them, like Megan was comp- unhappy and complaining about the trade show and everything. And I'm like, well, she doesn't like being here either. I mean, you got all these people who don't want to be here. So then we get to Jenny, and she goes, well, you know, I'm humiliated being Jeff's assistant on this um I, I, I'm, I'm humiliated being his assistant, it's humiliating for me I was shocked but I didn't want to make a, embarrass her and make a big deal of it, but I'm thinking to myself in any other corporate environment if you stood up in front of the staff and your boss at a training seminar and said you are humiliated with your job most people would have said bye bye
0: Goodbye. See you later.
1: Am I right?
0: Absolutely. And so, but I just
1: tucked it away and I thought I'm going to talk to her privately later and say to her, Jenny, you've got to show support with everyone else. And if you want to have that conversation privately, you can. But then I see the smoke coming out of Jeff Sears. I knew it was coming. It was just smoke was just coming out. He was just fuming. So we get in the car to go shopping and then he starts in on her. And she was in the back seat, so I couldn't see her. I didn't know how upset she was. I just thought it was another one of their cat fights that they have all the time. So I was laughing at Jeff. I wasn't laughing at her. And I didn't, and, and at the time that I was laughing, she wasn't crying. Maybe when they edited it, she was. I don't know. But I was laughing at Jeff because he was so overreacting. He was just hitting his head on the steering wheel, and I can't, you know. So I was laughing at him and his antics. Well, the audience interpreted it that I was laughing at her. Well, I wasn't laughing at her. She was my friend before Jeff. I wasn't siding with anybody. I was just like... Calling it the way it was. So we go into the store, and she's all upset, so I go over to calm her down. I go, listen, Jenny, you know, Roy makes fun of all my bright ideas, too, and he says they're never going to happen, and I'm living in La La Land. You know, I was consoling her. I said, just blow it off. That's how he is. You know, you fight all the time You kiss, you make up. And I'm consoling her in the store. Then when he called her a liar, I go, you can't call her a liar, Jeff. That's not nice. And you take that back. I took up for her. Then I get fucking hammered. On social media, according to everybody else, because I don't even know how to go in and read all that stuff, (laughs) apparently I'm getting hammered for laughing at her and being a mean girl, and I'm like, what show are you watching? And then I realize, here's the story. 95% of the people in the world are employees, and 5% are employers, So of course the 95% of employees are going to side with the poor employee that's being mistreated. Not with the boss that's trying to build a business, pay all the overhead, and take their company to the next level. So then I just realized if you watch that and you hear someone say I'm humiliated with my job and then you hear someone say, you know, don't feel that way and let's smooth it over and you know Roy treats me that way too sometimes when I have a bright idea and I'm consoling you and you visualize that as me laughing at somebody then what do I care what you have to say because you're so stupid in your analysis that it doesn't make any sense. So I just blew it off. So when I, then I see Jeff and Gage for Thanksgiving and I said, And Jeff goes, you know, you just took a lot of shit for nothing. And I said, you know what? I don't know these people. I'm never going to know these people. I haven't seen them. They don't know me. Let them draw whatever conclusions they want. And Jeff goes, you know what? The way Bravo looks like it is any comment you get and any controversy you get and any reaction you get just runs up the ratings. So that's where we were with it. So then we did the radio show. We pre-taped it for Friday, and we tried to explain what happened. And so I was like, "Well, that'll solve the problem." Nope, they came at me again. Guns are blazing. I mean, there are haters out there. I mean, the haters are going to hate, like Teresa says. So anyway, that's what happened. Well, you're there. getting a lot
0: of, of comments, but they're all positive. Oh, well, finally, they finally. And they think that you were great on the show. Uh, you know
1: what? People should go on demand, or however you watch these things. You know, go. On, how do you get them back on demand? You go on there and watch the finale, go to finale of Flipping Out, and you watch it objectively, and tell me objectively, did I not take up for her, was I not laughing at Jeff and not her, and did she not step in it by saying that? I mean, and, you know, come on, I'm sorry. Ah.
0: I think the split screen didn't help either. <laughs> did they, Whatever. They made it look like something that wasn't. It
1: wasn't, I don't care. You know, I'm not going to blame the editing I said and did what I said, but... But it was maybe it was out of context. But I will say, after that, I begged her. I talked to her on the phone for hours. Please do not call Bravo. Please don't get them involved. Please, you can't take it back. Once you say it, it's going to be out there. It's going to make a hornet's nest. It'll have a domino effect. You're going to regret it. And she called anyway. Now, they could have come back from the fight about her resenting him for not for for not having a career in television Absolutely. they could have come back from that they could have come back from him calling him a liar because go back and look how many times over the seasons he's called somebody a liar they could have come back from all of it but when she called bravo and started dangling words like wrongful termination and abuse and hostile in work environment and all that that was something Jeff felt like, you're, now you're screwing with my livelihood, you're trying to destroy my career, mm-hmm. and he couldn't let it go. And believe me, I worked, I worked on him too, to like, let's just make peace and agree to disagree or, or see what we can do. So, but he hadn't cooled down yet. So there's a time for everything. Who knows? I like them both. They're both my friends. I'd, I'd help either one of them in a pinch. Meanwhile, I did Pilates every day. And... Um, that was that. Oh, then I went to lunch at um, the Montage with Jeff and Gage and their group. They invited us. Roy Jr. and Roy and I usually just go by ourselves, but they insisted we went, so listen. So, you know, Jeff does not like it when I take my dog anywhere. He thinks the dogs belong at home. And, you know, when I took it to the furniture store and he got all panties knotted up in a a wad about my dog, well, I had put, I put the pad down, the pee pad down, before I put the dry dog food on there in a bowl for the three-pound dog to eat, and he went off on me, just like he went off on Jenny, about the dog. And so, you know what, I just said, you know what, I'm going to buy the damn furniture store, so just shut up. And then I bought the sofa. I just bought the sofa that the dog pranced on. I thought, I'll just buy the damn sofa. Just shut him up. So he doesn't like my dog going anywhere. So I didn't have anyone to leave the dog with on Thanksgiving Day. So I stressed for two days. I asked everybody I know. I asked Adele that stays at the house at night. She had plans. I asked Brendan. He he was going to be at his friend's drinking. I'm like, I can't leave the dog with his friend's drinking over there. I asked the place where he gets groomed. They were closing earlier in the day. I asked a Pilates person. I just hinted, what do you have going on today? Oh, no, I'm going to someone's house. Then I asked the hairdresser who has a little Pomeranian that loves the dog. And he had plans. I tried every So I was so stressed out, but I didn't want to cancel at the last minute. So I made a plot. I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're gonna drive it to the hotel. RJ, you're gonna stand out. You're gonna stay in the lobby. You're gonna stay outside. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna get the lay of the land. We're gonna get the lay of the land. We're gonna figure out how we're gonna sneak the dog in. Then we're gonna sneak the dog in, and we're never gonna let anybody know that the dog is there. So now I'm like. Oh, my God, I've got to make sure I sit in the middle between Roy Jr. and Roy because of the dog. And then I'm like, well, no one's going to want to just sit next to Roy Jr. because they want to talk to Roy or me. They don't really know Roy Jr. So now I'm going to put Roy Jr. in the middle. So I'm all stressed about how I'm going to work this all out. So I wear a big old scarf, the biggest fucking scarf you've ever seen. I put the dog under the scarf. <laughs> I walk in. I tell Roy, your job is to go just go distract. Jeff engaged. Distract them. I don't want them to see me. So I go in, I sit down at the table, and I put the dog, hang his bag on my knee under the table, and I sit there. Well, the good news is guess who I was sat next to? Remember Ryan McCormick, the PR guy from Bravo that I love. I love him. He was sitting there, so I go, "Oh my God, I have a partner in crime!" Look, I have my dog. You've got to help me cover. Don't let anything. Don't let anybody come over to the table. He would have. He barks. And so I hide the dog the whole dinner. So then, three hours later, I go, Jeff, hi. Guess what? Happy Thanksgiving, and I brought out the dog. I said, I just wanted you to know, I can take the dog anywhere. You didn't even know the damn dog was here. <laughs> you
0: had no idea? He
1: had no idea. No one had any idea. Only Ryan, me, Roy Jr., and Roy. No one else knew. So I slicked him in, and then Chaz Dean was there, and I don't know, whoever else. You all had
0: nice photos,
1: we did. I didn't think the. You know, I'm not good at taking photos, and I'm not good at doing pictures. So I just say, take a picture. I'll send it to James. He likes me to take these pictures, which I never post. But somebody took some. I thought they were too dark. You couldn't even see anybody. But whatever. But I want to thank all of you, by the way, for participating in our. Uh what is it our Black Friday Cyber Monday yeah, special and it's still on it holiday special, The holiday so special it's still on Yes, yes. So you're People getting are. a free serum with your order so check it out and that's a fantastic serum is a great collagen uh you know builder and then we have, of course, our jewelry. I wore our Versace one today in honor of James. Yes, they're liking that. This is a one of a kind piece, and it's not expensive. I think it's thirty five dollars. This, I think, is thirty five dollars. You
0: have to do it through hello at leahblack.com because those are one off pieces. Okay, so they're yeah, they're one on Okay, side. so you have
1: to go to hello at leahblack.com and say I want the ring, which was even less, I think. And, and then I want, want the, the bracelet, today. or I want the necklace, and any of this stuff is all one-of-a-kind stuff. So just go to Hello, Leah Black, and ex- describe what you want. We'll give you the price. <sighs> but I want to thank you all for your orders, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. I want to give thanks for all the blessings that we have and how lucky we are. And even if 95% of people on social media don't like us, we have 5% that do, and that's the one we're going to feed the energy to. So I want to thank you all for that. And I'll take a five-second break so I can have a, gla- a sip of my... Texas tea from Sandy, and we'll be right back. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change?
0: Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
1: Would you believe I just realized how much I can talk about nothing? It's been thirty (laughs) five minutes and I'm on page one. I know, I
0: was thinking.
1: I mean, look at all the stuff we have to talk about. I don't even know if we're gonna be able to talk about it. We have to do a two hour holiday special. Oh my God! Oh, but you know, I was thinking. And when I was Thanksgiving, I looked at this. Somebody posted that Willie Nelson said, "When I started counting my blessing m- blessings, my life turned around." And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do that every day. Last night I called RJ and I said, "RJ, count your blessings. What are you thankful for?" He looked at me like, "Mom, <laughs> what is wrong with you?" <laughs> So we had a training class. <laughs> so we're going to do that every day. Uh, and then Chaz Dean's <laughs> having a fabulous uh, Christmas party, but I'll probably miss it because it's before I get there, unless I decide to go early. Uh, I told you about that. Oh, now I need you guys' help. Freda. Okay. Freda has everything. She has a credit card. She has a driver. She has two housekeepers, three housekeepers, and she has, she has everything. So she did not need anything. So what am I going to get her for Christmas? I mean, I told Jason to order a pair of Uggs because her feet are always cold. She does not need any more clothes. She has more clothes than any Roy and me combined. She has more shoes than any of us. She has everything. So I need you guys to come up with something for Freya that has everything. What can we get for her for Christmas? I want to give her gifts. And then when we were in L.A., we went to the play at the Giffen. I think it was called Oh, The Christmas Carol. It was a one-man play. It was really good. If you have a chance to go, you should go to that. It was at UCLA, where RJ is going to apply and not get in, because 99.9% are Asian geniuses that get in. He's not Asian, and he's not a genius. Um, and then we went to our favorite restaurants, and I saw that movie, The Green Book. Did you guys see that movie, The Green Book?
0: Not yet. I'm going to see it. It is
1: so good
0: it's a, the story about the guys in Kentucky. Right?
1: It is so good. You have to see this movie. It's just it's it's historical. It's true. It's based yeah. on a true story and it te- it's just so educational about how life was and the acting in it was so great. I loved it. And by the way, Bohemian Rhapsody is the second highest grossing bi- uh, biography mm-hmm. Out there, how about that? Like music biopic, yeah. Can you believe that? I know. And I was, and I loved it it. it.
0: it may become number one if it keeps going. It's it may. Locked, I think within ten million. Uh, yeah. Uh, straight out of Compton, which is. And phenomenal. then they have
1: the real biography story on re, Reels. Is it R-E-E-L-Z on TV? Yeah. Whatever. R-E-L-Z. And I watched that too, and it was really good. And then later, in the show, the professional show at the professional studio in Miami, Florida, we're going to be shouting out to our most Active Facebook fans. It will not be any of the haters, by the way. <laughs> yes. See, James is like, oh, I just got those haters off. I'm like, reply to them. Just talk to them. What do we care? Oh, Some of God. them i
0: wanted to reply to. I, I mean, I would. I would just reply
1: to them. I
0: would reply to them. I'd say. You something. know, Kelly Dodd. I love her. She. Gets I love in her. The thick of it of man. everything. She goes after those t- trolls that come and say horrible things. She is so funny with her replies. So. So she must, like, get on a plane to go somewhere and then just sit on the plane for a while. Yeah, probably. And troll everybody back. Well, you know, she
1: she, uh, called me to tell me. I forgot to. I didn't tell you guys. She's going to be here December the 8th for Art Basel, and she wants us to go out. I'm like, you know what? I'm good till about 11, but I've got a couple of guys that will party with you.
0: (laughs) I would totally go out there.
1: Would you? Would. Okay, well I told her we'd go December the eighth. She said she has a bunch, yeah, a, bunch a few friends, friends coming with her. Looks
0: exactly like her oh my go god.
1: Well, in news, there are, who's gonna be the Times person of the year? And they gave a whole list of possibilities. Who do you guys think the Times person should be of the year, other than me?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know now I gotta think. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you yeah, some of... it. very good question, but I'm trying to think...
1: I'll did. give you a few ideas. I, I think that Dr. Blasey board, Ford, for standing up for, mm-hmm. you know... I mean, she hasn't even moved back into her house. She's got full-time security. She donated all the GoFundMe money to uh, women uh, that very have been, uh, you know, been abused. She hasn't been able to go back to her job as a professor, she sacrificed a lot and she made a stand, whether you believe her or not, and she was very courageous and she's very credible. So I thought of her, another one I thought of was Khashoggi because Khashoggi is a guy that lived the American dream. He came over from um, a dictatorship monarchy and uh, made it as a journalist for the, for the Washington Post. And they sought him to death and killed him and now they're trying to cover it up. And,
0: and both very free, freedom
1: of uh, the press is a very important statement to make. So I thought about him. And the, uh, do you, does anybody agree with any of these so yeah, far?
0: I do. And you're actually getting some suggestions, too. Oh, okay. Like Let's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, okay, the yes. uh, young lady that's going to Senate now. I think she's from New York. Yeah. Yeah, she would be good, too. She's a, quite a little groundbreaker. I don't know. Maybe another year.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's gentle to; she makes the bar. But But I do like her a lot. I also think that um, the victims of all those victims of the gun violence—the eleven people that died at the synagogue, the kids at the Parkland. You know, all those kids that died this year should
0: be the person of the year, should should be the gun shooting victims.
1: The victims and a collage of the victims. And I think if I was going to pick one, I'd pick that. I mean, I I, I don't know. I think it should be something that's um, like Khashoggi represents the press, Dr. Ford represents women's voice and women's rights. These victims of gun violence represent where we are and what we need to do so I think it should be something that makes a big statement I don't think it should be some raw rah, fluff person you know that's just my opinion but what do I know <laughs> I think it should be a little black and you know then two more uh, really two more guys good black guys good guys with a gun were killed by police officers because they brought down the perpetrators and the perpetrators got away and they and people are speculating that if they were white guys would the cops have shot them? and the and the answer to that is probably no that That's killed horrible. me really it killed me this guy said and there were witnesses and they he, he they said no he's helping us he's helping us stand back these cops just overreact they're just they just shoot too fast and Roy says yeah but you know it only takes a second for them to take a bullet I'm like yeah but you know, they, when you got 15 people on a gun, you got five seconds, you know, to process it. You just can't hit them with a stun gun. You can't do that so fast like that. You can't just shoot people without knowing that these guys saved, They saved mass amounts of people from getting killed by bringing these people down with the guns, and then they get shot by the cops, possibly because they're black. I can't. Then in the next, we got a whole bunch of stuff about the fires. Let's let's see. Should we talk about the fires next, or should we talk about the housewives next? What do you want to talk about next? This is the fire. Well, let's talk about the housewives. Let's lighten it up, and then let's get dark. The
0: housewives. Okay.
1: Well, okay. The housewives in Atlanta, as far as I'm concerned, Greg is the story, trying to survive cancer. Correct. That is breaking my heart. It is just killing me i mean the oh it it, you know my heart just bleeds for him you know i it really does so that's for me the story in atlanta of course portia getting engaged and married i mean that's who knows and then you've got i mean the rest of it i don't know i i don't the, the one that really stands out is greg orange county oh my god Vicky Govelson at the at the reunion goes and says Kelly says to Kelly, "Well, at least I don't do cocaine." And Kelly's like, "Well, I don't do cocaine either." And then Vicky says that she that Kelly isn't spend any time with her daughter. I mean, why are you hitting below the belt like that? I've always liked Vicky. She came. I'll never forget. She came to one of our first galas and walked the carpet when everyone knew she was, but me. And I thought, well, that was nice of her. But why are you saying someone's not a good mother and not spending time with their kids and making it a subtle accusation that they do cocaine when you don't have anything to back it up? That is just wrong on every level. And then, of course, She's Kelly fought back. It's dark. I don't like it when these shows go dark, you know? And then little Gina... I mean, she's getting the divorce, and she's upset. I think she adds a lot to the show, and I think Emily adds to the show. I think people should give them a chance next year.
0: Yeah, I think they're both You know, good.
1: so I don't know. And then what else? And then they bring up Brooks again. This is like gum on your shoe. This is just the, it will just not go away why do they keep bringing up Brooks and the cancer now? Vicky's going to sue him and go after all the money that he took from her. Well, I don't blame her for that, but I don't know that he has any money, you know? So I don't know. What else happened on Orange County at the reunion? I thought the girls all looked good. Kelly did call Vicky a pig. That was I felt, was out of line too. Kelly, you know, I love you. I don't think you should have done that. They both
0: hit below the belt. They both go at each
1: other. They go at each other, but hitting below the belt when you're accusing someone of cocaine and when you're when they have a daughter especially and that's your just your life your reputation, you know. And oh my God! And then Kelly calls uh, Michael and cries on his shoulder, and he says, "Oh no!" And then oh, and then Kelly says, "Well, Michael's always got your back." And then and then Vicky says, "Well, he told us that he had 14 miserable years of marriage." I'm just like, "Oh God! Did you need to go that far too?" I don't know. And then you know, you got Tamara vicky and shannon shannon i think is a breath of fresh air but Tamara and vicky to me they're just a predictable every year it's mm-hmm. just kind of more of the same it's just a different target you know i don't know i do feel bad for um Tamara's husband with his heart condition i mean he's very young and that's a terrible thing to have so anyway there you go and then a lot of people were saying that that new show on bravo called um dirty dirty john yes did anybody watch it yes did you like it
0: yes you did everyone it's,
1: that liked it watched it i mean the, watched it liked it,
0: it. it yeah, and they even brought that up on the reunion it's the story of vicky and brooke
1: well that's what they're saying that's what they're saying yeah. well in trivia listen to this one is according to tmz oh my god my luck remember that time that uh our friend of ours, George Slover, died, and he had all of his things in L.A. in a storage bin, and people yes. went out to bid on it. And before they were going to bid on his mother called and said they're going to bid on everything. And all I really want was like some picture of him and an award he got or whatever. And I raised the money to get people to buy the content of it, so they didn't bid on it, and so that shipped, paid to ship it to the mother course i had to get involved in everything i did well, not
0: know you did that i, I knew did. about I did. the situation but i didn't know you did that that's, yeah that's great i did thank you leah he was one of my best friends
1: and i got a few people to donate but i donated Well, actually you know what kelly dodd's husband what's his name um no not no not kelly Dodd. no uh, jason you were kelly gold's husband what's his name Peter Gold and I split it basically we got a few little trinkled in donations what was heartbreaking about that people that had used George for parties and entertaining and free dinners and invited to everything and knew him so far better than me for years give you a hundred bucks so, uh, so, Peter Gold and I decided we would just ask for donations and whatever we didn't get, we would just split and we both paid for it and paid to have it shipped to his mom. Well, anyway, so the point I was getting to, I don't know off sidetracked, they just remind me is, you know, when people don't pay their storage, and like in his case, he was dead and didn't pay it, he died of HIV. So, when people don't pay their storage, they, um, it goes to auction. So... Guess what somebody bid on?
0: I know, I saw that. This.
1: They got seven point five million dollars in cash. Yes. They've been
0: on an they paid $500 for a storage unit, yeah. and it had a safe in it that had $7.5 million yeah. in cash in it. Can you believe it? Who puts a safe in a storage unit? Well, where did that safe? money come no,
1: from? It, you know, be. I would wonder where that money came from. Exactly. But then the people were so generous, they found the owner and gave a bunch of the money back and no, only kept a no, small No, the enough. attorney
0: for the people that had the storage unit found <laughs> the people that bought it and came back and said, you need to return the money. What? That, yeah, it became an issue. But I it don't think you should have
1: like to re- shouldn't have to return no, it. They paid If they yeah. weren't willing to pay their maintenance <laughs> exactly. fee and they got point five million <laughs> million, they are so stupid they wow. deserve to lose their money.
0: And it was it was it had something to do with that show Storage Wars, yeah. too. Right? Yeah, I,
1: I would not have given them that money. I would have said I'll give it to charity, but I'm not giving it to somebody oh, so to that stupid that you don't pay your yeah. storage when you got $7.5 number one. And number two, what kind of sense. people have $7.5 yeah. 7. million? People are drug money. Right right is it drug money is it t- pe- money that people didn't so pay taxes on i mean that is a whole can of worms i i wouldn't have gone for that meanwhile i saw this when i was thinking you know i didn't cook a turkey my everybody in my family is such a great cook that i just felt like i never really had to cook because they all cook so well <laughs> even though i can cook and Roy says i'm a great cook but i just don't do it i'm not i don't i've never gotten into it my sister my mother my they're all like Texas cooks. So anyway, so I saw this menu on how to cook a turkey, so I thought I would share it with you guys for Christmas. Number one, step one, you buy a turkey. Step two, have <laughs> Step two, this is for dummies. Step two, have a glass of wine. Step three, stuff the turkey. Step four, have a glass of wine. Step five, put the turkey in the oven. Step six, relax and have a glass of wine. Step seven, um, baste the, uh, turk the bastie. <laughs> step eight have another glass of wine. Step nine, Hunt for the meat thermometer. Step 10, glass yourself another pour of wine. Step 11, bake the wine for four hours. Step 12, take the oven out of the turkey. Step 13, tet the sable. Step 14, grab another waddle of vine And step 15, turk the carvy. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Brendan pranked me. Brendan texted me. And he goes, oh, my God, Leah, I had to go to my boss's for Thanksgiving, and I didn't realize I was supposed to take something. So I went down and I to pavilions, and I bought a 15-pound turkey, and I've got it in the microwave. How long do you think I should cook it? So I'm texting him back, Brendan, I don't think that's going to work, and people could get sick Shit. from it, and it's not going to cook evenly, and it might explode, and you better take it out. And he's like, oh, no, no, I heard you could do that. And I timed it, and I looked it up on on, on Google or whatever, and I researched, and I've got to cook it so many minutes in the, on a certain temperature in the <laughs> microwave. And he had me going for the whole day. <laughs> so now I tweeted out, would you believe a friend of mine just called me and asked me how to cook the turkey in the microwave? What's wrong with these people? And I got 50 million responses to, really, who was it? What? Was it Jeff? What's wrong with these people? I don't think that's safe. Is it gonna explode? Turns out he was pranking me. Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm so gullible. I am
1: so gullible.
0: I actually believed it when you posted it.
1: I did too! I didn't know. And so then I told Roy about it. I go, I think I've got to go back on Twitter and say I was pranked. He goes, No, don't do that. You'll look so stupid. Maybe people will
0: forget about it. You know, the the best way to uh, do the turkey is step one, call Joe's. Step two, open a bottle of wine. Step three, wait for it to be delivered.
1: (laughs) Oh, and better news, NASA lands a spaceship on the moon. On Mars. Um, On Mars. And they're going to Mars. Why did I write the moon? On Mars. And they're going to... drill 16 feet down to see if there's water, to see if there's any possibility of people living there. And it's a very good time to do that. Under this Trump administration, we may all need a new home. Mm -hmm. And the climate is getting really bad, so we might. So the climate report came out. 15 takeaways from the U.S. climate change, according to CNN. So listen to this. Now, this is 300 scientists of which many of them work for the Trump administration, along with people, oh, these are leading scientists, roughly half outside the government and the other half work for the government and federal and 13 federal agencies. Put out two volumes Saying that there is no convincing alternative explanation for the changing of the climate other than human activities, especially greenhouse emissions and emissions and greenhouse gases, the UK summers could be over five degrees hotter by 27, five degrees Celsius hotter by 2070. The report breaks down the possible impact of climate change in the U.S. region and looks at the effect of climate change will have on health, economy, infrastructure. Here are the key predictions. Now, before I even t- – this is unbelievable. Number one, crops production will decline. Farmers will face extremely tough times, and the Midwest expects 75% of the corn uh, not to be able to produce. They'll lose 25% of the soybeans. Uh, the temperatures in California could be too hot to cultivate walnuts. They could also limit almond production in California. Cows could have it bad. Heat stress, which cost the dairy industry 1.2 billion in 2010 will become an even bigger issue. Potentially average dairy production to fall uh, over one percent in the next twelve years. Food sources from the sea will decline. They'll expect a $230 million loss for that industry, 46% worst-case scenario by, uh, by the end of the century. The food and water-borne illnesses will spread. M- marine toxins and path- uh, pathogens will contaminate seafood. Oh, God, now I'm going to have to give up seafood. It's the last thing I eat. That's, that's protein, basically. Bugs will bug us more. The weather is bad for crops, and it's good for bugs. It'll be hard to breathe. Asthma and allergies will be worse due to climate change. Oak pollen in the Midwest will send people to the emergency room for asthma, costing $170,000 annually. person. <laughs> Urban areas with higher concentration will see allergy-causing plants. Increased rain in some areas will cause... Inco- encourage mold growth indoors and make asthma symptoms worse. Mental health will be challenged, disorder, stress disorder, anxiety, and depression. Exposure to stream, extreme heat will be associated with ex, uh, aggressive behavior and suicide and violence. Oh, my God. And more people, more of us will die. The higher temperatures are saying that it's predicted that we'll see an additional 2,000 premature deaths by year 2090. People who live in Rhode Island could see 1,500 heat-related visits by 2095 uh, to the emergency room of which many will end in death. We won't be able to work as much. The Southeast alone will lose 570 million labor hours costing $160 billion. We won't be able to get around as easily. The infrastructure is vulnerable to the temperatures and the wet seasonings. The water, uh, the water infrastructure will be challenged. Storm systems weren't built to withstand the extreme rain. The cost to reme- remediate all the sanitation will be around 280 million. Floods will be more frequent, costing 12.4 million by uh, 2009. Wildfires will increase. Oh my God, it, it, alone, the ones in the southwest alone would cost Cost $13 billion from 2006 um, to 2099. The sea levels will rise. Um, 13,000 recorded historic and prehistoric architectural uh, sites will, uh, will be under sea level. I mean, oh, my God, I can't. I can't. It just goes on. There will be more snakes and other invaders. Oh, my God. So this whole report came out from 300 leading scientists around the world, right? And 13 federal agencies, of which half of these people are the scientists, work for the Trump administration. You know what Trump said about it? He said today he doesn't
0: believe it. He doesn't believe it. He
1: doesn't see it. He, He doesn't believe it. He said, oh, I don't believe it. It's a hoax, Chinese hoax. I don't believe it. So here we are. They say we have 11 years to do something about burning up the ozone layer and heating up the climate and getting rid of these emissions and that. And we have... a. Person in the White House, in my opinion, an illegitimate person in the White House that stalled the election through Russian interference, but that's my opinion, uh, is saying they don't believe it. They just don't believe it. So they they're deregulating. They want to bring back coal. They want to deregulate, they want to deregulate the emissions controls that are in California. They want to go back in time. The guy wants to go back to Neanderthal time where you have lynching in Mississippi and, you know, coal. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Anyway, I can't say that. So then a Malibu house fire guy tells his story that he He was packing up to leave, and his wife said, why don't we just hook up the water to the, um, to the, what do you call the, where they put the water in the ground? Not the well, but, you know, where they have the fire hydrants put their water thing there. So they hooked it up, and the husband's like, she's telling the husband what to do, and the husband's like, how do you know how to hook up to a fire hydrant? And he goes, she goes, I Googled it last night. I read it online. They were able to hook their whole, all their system up to that fire hydrant not far from their house before the cops got there It saved their house. They were running to get in the car and he dove to the ground because the fire went right above his head and he almost burned because of that and he and the 16-year-old son and the wife got out and then the fireman got there and hooked their stuff up to the fire hydrant and saved the house. You have to be prepared. I'm now going to learn how to hook up to a fire hydrant. I told Roy that he goes, there's not a fire hydrant in our neighborhood that I know of. I'm like, well, we need to start looking to see and get a water hose if it's up to it. And one of the campfires, the campfire that ignited on November 8th and became the deadliest wildfire in a century is 100% contained. Well, video released by the U.S. Forest shows a gender reveal party on April 23rd, a guy shot a gun that had some kind of uh, um, explosive type stuff in it, and it started that fire that took down 47,000 uh, acres. And he was hit with a misdemeanor—yeah, uh, a misdemeanor violation. He—I mean, can you believe this? What is a gender reveal party anyway?
0: It's when someone's pregnant and they're going to reveal whether it's a boy or a girl.
1: Oh, I thought maybe someone was coming out as gay. Who knew? Anyway, this guy's celebrating. He shoots his rifle, and then the rifle, the whatever was the bullet he used, exploded, caused a fire, and 47,000, is everything okay over there? 47,000 um, acres down, and he gets a citation for... A misdemeanor? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. If you shoot a gun into dry land and cause a fire that takes down 47,000 acres, you should get punishment more than a misdemeanor. Apparently, is a dad expecting a baby? But you know, 40s and the guy apparently wasn't a dummy. I can't remember. He worked for um, the U.S. Forest, I think, or something. I don't know. Or oh, I can't remember what he did. Anyway,
0: he was a forest. It for the was it the
1: forest? I just can't. Oh, my God. So that's that. Well, let's talk politics for five minutes. We only have three minutes left, but we'll talk. Well, the last Senate race was yesterday. The Democrats look like they've taken 40 House seats. It looks like there was a blue wave, if not a blue tsunami. Uh, Trump's approval rating is at 38%. Um, this is my solution to the border, what they should have done. See, he wants his caravan, and he wants all this chaos, and he wants all this nastiness. Yeah. Because it feeds into his fear-mongering and the boogeyman and they're coming to take our country away thing. What they should have done, they're spending like millions of dollars a day already. They should have set up some tents and some buses and some stations where they had signs. Honduras, you know, Mexico, wherever they're, Venezuela, get in line, alphabetical order, you know, our women and children first and had people process them and say, no, you're going back. Okay, you get to apply for asylum, but not today. You're a potential criminal, we need to vet you and organize a system and put these people into a system. But men say can't find 5,000 parents separated from their kids or 2,500 or whatever the number is at this point, uh, they, they weren't willing to do that. They would rather have all this chaos going on so that they can have this boogeyman. It's ridiculous. If we can can land on the damn Mars, we can handle a couple of thousand immigrants that are coming in. I don't even know how many. It was just hundreds. I don't even think it was thousands. I don't know. But so far, we spent $72 million on the border since the caravan started. You're going to tell me that was money well spent, and they got all these... Uh, you know, military guys away from their family down there, sitting there, twiddling their thumb because they can 't really do much but back up you know the the uh, border security people i don 't know meanwhile they 're gassing children I saw that little girl running didn 't even have shoes on there were twins, one of them didn 't even have shoes on. How do you gas a mother and her two or three kids that don 't have shoes on i mean it 's just too much and then um, Kavanaugh. M. Whitaker, you know, the question people are asking is the fix end because when uh, when they were bringing up the um, can Trump be subpoenaed, uh, what's his name? Newt Gingrich, oh, God, the uh, Neanderthal, said, well, we'll soon find out if the Kavanaugh fight was worth it, won't we? So that tells you right there that they put Kavanaugh in because he doesn't think the president should be investigated or subpoenaed. And then they put this Whitaker guy in because he's now telling them everything that the Justice Department is doing him and giving them all the inside information where the Justice Department is supposed to be separate from the, uh, from the administration. You know, I mean, it's just the executive branch. I can't. Then Ivanka is using Trump uh... email his server the trump server from the email for her emails from the Trump Tower. So she is using an outside server. The same thing Hillary Clinton did. You don't even hear anything about it. Now this is a woman that's gotten 16 trademarks from China. One to include trademarks for voting machines. I mean, come on. And she's advising the president. She's going and sitting in a State of the Union meeting. She's got access to the most highly classified information that there is. And she's using a private email and no one's saying a word about it. But Clinton, they literally wanted to hang her for it. I blame the press for a lot of that, too. In good news, Michelle Obama's book sold $1.4 million the first week, which exceeds the amount that Trump's Art of the Deal sold after what, 15 years or whatever. And the Kushners, Ivanka? And how much money do you think Ivanka and Jerry Kushner made last year as, quote, public servants? How much money do you think they made last year?
0: Um, I, I couldn't even... $82
1: million, $82 million million last year. Oh, please. Then of course the Democrats they can't just win and celebrate. They got to fight Nancy Pelosi now. Oh my god. She's a seasoned, she's a master legislator, she's brilliant. She brought them 40, almost 39 or 40 seats depending on the last one comes in. Uh, she is instrumental in that. She got the Affordable Care Act through. I mean, she's a, what are they fighting with her for? Just shut up. They want someone younger. You know what? I don't like ages people. I think experience and wisdom and age counts for something. Look at these little empty g-stings running around. What, do you want one of them? Do they take a good selfie? No, I want a sophisticated, brilliant mind running the, uh, the party. Oh, come on, I can't. Chief Justice Roberts defended the independence of the judiciary in a strong rebuke to President Trump, who attacked an Obama judge. Trump had the nerve to come out and say, oh, that was an Obama judge. So Chief Justice Roberts said there are no Obama judges, there are no Clinton judges, there are no George Bush judges, there are only judges that want to implement the law. So good for him. Now, uh, okay, I said that one already. Now I've just got to say this one thing and then we'll cut off. The Don's Queen of Mean. Can you believe the New York Daily News, which you know the Trumps just hang on everything in New York, did the most nasty article on Melania Trump that you've ever seen? It's in the New York Daily News. They said, the first, which this is true, the First Lady, whose father is reportedly a former member of the Communist Party of Slovenia, thinks that this is how you act when the wife of a cruel dictator. Uh, And they say, yeah, she acts just like the wife of a cruel dictator. Uh, She obviously holds, who apparently holds such sway over her crude husband, that she allowed him to lock up terrified children in cages and wore a jacket that says, I don't really care, do you, when she went to visit them. Uh, She says that uh, if... They say if she was an honorable, decent person, she would have forced him to apologize about the white nationalist remark where he said that there were fine people on both sides. Uh, They said that... um, you know, they're reminded of the scene of the omen when the devil child Damien, holding the president's hand in the cemetery, turns to grin at the audience, and we realize that, oh no, he too will become president. I mean, they wrote the nastiest thing about her. They said her platform was supposed to be about kindness and the end of bullying, and that she has become, along with her husband, half of the unkindest, least gracious, and shocking, cruelest couples to occupy the White House. Uh, Melania endangered national security by demanding. A- the firing of a Deputy National Security Advisor, Mira Ricardo, because she didn't like the way she was treating her. My theory about that is, I don't think it was about the seating on that plane to Africa. I think the National Security Advisor was saying, you're overspending. You're spending $90,000 on a hotel you didn't even stay in for the day. And I think she was curtailing her expenses, and that's why she turned on her. And anyway, the Be Best First Lady's office has got the worst publicity, humiliating humiliating the... uh, what was her name, the national security person, with a statement that said, this is the position of the Office of the First Lady that she, Ricardel, no longer deserves the honor of serving in the White House. Oh, she doesn't reserve the honor of the White House, but ex-porn stars do. I can't with these people. Now, before we move on, let me last... I'm going to tell you their top fans of the Facebook word. I want to tell you the quote of the day, and I want to thank this... Oh, my God, this great little girl that we love b-i-v-o-l-o from canada posted a picture on her facebook or instagram with all of her leah black products that she bought and how much she loves them so thank you for that so what do you guys think of the christmas decorations and the red trees Tell me the truth. What do you think? Be objective.
0: I, I have not stopped laughing at all the different interpretations of the the people posting the pictures. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. I mean, I they don't do anything for me. Do you just, think
1: it's artsy and creative and glamorous and fabulous, or do you think it's a subliminal message, or do you think it's tacky? What do you think, really? I think
0: it's very cold and unengaging. That's what I think. I what think do you visually, think, Jane? I think it's powerful, but I don't think it... It, it, it doesn't do anything. I mean, not the scale, the size, it's cold. the cold and everything. I just think it's very uniform. A lot of very people were saying things military. like, we
1: need to pull up the comments and read them next week, but people were saying it's like having blood in your hands. Oh, then they God. showed a picture of those little white hats, and some oh, people called it the handmaiden's tail. I don't know. I mean, she's a dark, mysterious kind of a person. I mean, the dad was part of the Communist Party, so that may explain it. James, what do you think about the decorations? Now, really, do you like them and think they're striking and fabulous? I think or they're, they were
0: horrible, but I don't think they were fit. When I saw them, they were just the red trees. I didn't see any decorations. That's, what, would, they that's just, what they are. That's it. The article I read said that they had not been decorated yet. So no. That's what I was
1: No. The, they decorated the green uh, ones it, with the know, lights? It's, it's
0: simple, I guess. I
1: don't think they're decorating them. I think that she photographed a photo op of her walking through like an infomercial <laughs> bragging about how gorgeous it was going to be. I don't know. I think in times like this, when people are suffering, you tone it down. It's like sometimes I don't even wear my D flawless diamonds. So I try well, to tone this, it down.
0: This white comment came in from JC saying, it looks like the whole way of hell.
1: The whole way of hell?
0: <laughs> That's what they're calling
1: it. Oh, my God. My quote of the week, I care about a lot of things. What others think of me isn't one of them. And to prove that I believe that, here's my pillow. You that side. you can buy on LeahBlack.com. Everybody, you can buy on These are great Christmas gifts. We should sell them half off for Christmas. Who cares? Just have, let people have fun. Uh, anyway, I want to thank our top Facebook fans, Lennox Lewis, Madeline Botha, Brenda Ambers, Maria Marino, Suzanne Salander, David Evans Binkley, Susan Wells, Maria (laughs) Mitiquita, Alex Pletcher, Rachel O'Hara, Corey A. Drain, uh, Margaret Selikoff, uh, Juliet Sun Designs, and Emily Dowdery. Thank you. These are the people that interact with us the most and liked our stuff the most and complimented the most and bought the most and not been nasty <laughs> on social media. So, Ben, this is the last, last week was the giving thanks week. Please visit our uh, Cyber Monday special and get your free serum and go online and look at our one-of-a-kind type Christmas gifts. And if you want to know anything, go to helloaliyablack.com. Meanwhile, I think this is the week to continue to give thanks for everything we have because there are so many people in California that are living literally in the tents of Walmart parking lot because their houses burned down. There are thousands of kids in cages separated from their parents. so many people lost their homes so many people were shot from gunshot gunshots this slaughtered basically with ak-14 or 15s or whatever they're called so this is the time we have to give thanks for what we have and try to do what we can and reach out to other people and you know what stop being so damn mean all the time i mean if you want to be sarcastically mean it's okay but to be mean mean no we don't like that do we little black all right, everybody. Thank you. I'll see you next Wednesday, same time, same place. Bye.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we
1: still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for
0: 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.